Check, check one, check two. Wicka, wicka, wicka. Hey, dog. <laughs> Word up, yo. Don't be illin, homie. <laughs> we are so white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stupid. Hey, welcome to the Whiskey Sippers Podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Steve. And today we're going to be discussing the rap world. Uh, hip-hop. Hip-hop. Oh, rap. Hip-hop. Rap. Rap-hop. Well, what's what's the difference between rap and hip-hop? Hip-rap? Rap-hop? No, I, I thought it was hip-hop. What's a bunny's favorite music? It says hip-hop. hip-hop. <laughs> oh, my God. What's Sorry. Thing? What? What's the matter? What are you uh, t- don't, touch, don't touch my shit. Don't touch my board, yo. Don't touch my board, yo. <laughs> we uh, are ho for show. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> This is this is gonna be a long one. Y'all better check yourself. <laughs> Yo, before you wreck yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. That was it. That, that was all. That's all that I have. Yeah. Maybe we should just start drinking. <laughs> right away. That's what we do. We drink. Yeah. And talk about things. Well, we talked about doing a rap episode. We wanted to make the whiskey apropos to the episode. Excuse so, me. Apropos. Uh, it's, we ghetto, it's ghetto slang for appropriate. Oh, apropos? Ap- Apro- apropos. Now I can't even Is say it. Is that French? Yeah, it's French. Oh, well, bonjour. French ghetto. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, we, uh, we're going to, we're pick, continuing on with our music series. We picked, yeah. and we picked three whiskeys that were appropriate to the yeah. rap scene. Yep. We have a <laughs> smoke wagon. <laughs> <laughs> And next we have Larceny. <laughs> Get on the ground! Get on the ground! Come on. Wow. <laughs> You've got a whole thing going on yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Uh, and the last one is Will It Pot Still. Pot Still. Reserve, I think. Get it? Pot, yet another reference. <laughs> I like that. It's <laughs> <laughs> good shit. Sorry. I, I wouldn't know anything about that. <coughs> Pardon me. Apparently you do. Oh, yeah, I man. Was, all these was, references. That's that a good hit. That's a good yeah. hit. Hit a, What do you mean? Who hit? Hit it. Are you okay? Yo, I, I hit it, y'all. You punched it? Yo, I hit it, y'all. Yo, let me hit that. Why, do you, why are you sandwiching your sentence with yo? I don't know. Yo, Puff Puff Give. <laughs> like Puff Daddy? Yes. I think he's P. P like, Diddy, right? Like Puffer Fish. Yeah. Like, P. Diddy, then he was just Diddy. Diddy Mac? Like, just P. Mac Daddy? Diddy Mac. McElroy or whatever his name was. Pilo. The artist P-Dog. formerly known as Diddy. Is he just a symbol? He was just a, just a big blunt. <laughs> P. P. Grandmaster P. Grandmaster P. Or is that somebody else? That's Grandmaster Flash. Well, I know that, but is there a... there's Wait, there's a Master P, right? Uh, is there a PP? <laughs> there's a little P? <laughs> I don't know. A little PP? L- little P? <laughs> Okay, we're Wait, getting we're getting carried we'll away. Get, okay. We'll get into that we'll later. Get, yeah, let's. Because I, it, yeah, it's stupid. But like, where do these names come from? I, I don't are know. they like call signs, like with fighter pilots, like where they do something stupid and like their buddies give it to them, and then it just sticks? It's got to be something like that, right? <laughs> Little P, you got Diddy Daddy on your six. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, that, that I, I wonder if there is like fighter pilot rap name. Call sign things. There probably is. It's got to be. Probably somebody, which would be funny. That would be really cool. It would be really cool. All right, so uh, let's get into the drinking, let's shall get we? It. Yes, let's, we shall. Our first pick mm-hmm. is Smoke Wagon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to laugh at that every time. Uh, Nevada H&C Distilling Co. was founded in 
2012 uh, by two dudes. They have goofy names. Aaron Chepanick and Jonathan Hensley. Oh. In oh. Las Vegas, Nevada. Ooh. So uh, it's a sourced booze out of MGP, which is the Indiana. Mm-hmm. And the company ages their whiskey in Nevada in the desert. And they do this like bespoke blend to differentiate their whiskey from a pati- like a specific like MGP product. Okay. So the whole idea is that the desert is supposed to add something to the aging process because it's super hot and dry. Okay. So it should age faster or better. Don't you want some humidity though? I don't know. I don't know anything about that. Okay. I'm not a scientist. Yeah, that's true. But that's, you know, everyone's got their own, like their claim to fame of like how they age it or finish it. And well, of course, you know, their yeah. thing is like, Oh, the hot desert helps with the booze going in and out of the wood. Yeah. Okay. Just like, they say so. It helps like being on a ship. I mean, I could say, I could see that if you're in the desert, it's 108, 110 degrees during the day and 50 at night. That would make a huge shift of the bourbon in and out of the wood. I could see that. Happening. Which the desert usually does that. Right. That's about it. So that, that okay. I could see that scientifically, like it may make sense. Yeah. Okay. So they say their small batch and uncut, unfiltered releases both come with a stamped wax seal uh, of two crossed guns and phrase... Can you read that? Bibimus Merundium. Bibimus Merundium. It means drink for we must die. Oh. I like that. Oriendum. And the company states that uh, drink and enjoy today because we won't be around forever. So they're, oh. just, they're just pushing the booze on us. All right. Like drink more. The, the, more, I dr- the more you drink of this stuff, the less you're going to be around. Uh, I suppose. It's all right. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Straight bourbon is the lowest proof of the three offerings, and that's what we have. And uh, instead comes in more traditional clear glass bottle with a screen-printed front label bearing the same phrase. And so we actually have the Independence Day bottle right there. Mm-hmm. And so it has, like, the flag and stuff on there. And you can Red, pretty white, much, and blue. Yeah, you can pretty much get it uh, every season. So you can get a Christmas with a Christmas tree and Halloween and, I don't know, I don't know what other... Holidays, but New the ones that, do they have a New Year one? I, I think know. it's just the Christmas one. Fourth of July. Uh, yeah, let me draw Easter. Do they have an Easter one? I, don't I know. guess we're gonna find out. That's more of a religious holiday. Yeah. Okay. So this is classified as a straight bourbon, Nevada Agency Distilling Company. As we Great. said, it's sixty percent corn, thirty-six percent rye, four percent malted barley. No age statement, and it's ninety-two point five proof. You know, making this a straight bourbon. Not very tolerant, Steve. Uh, how many times are you going to make that joke? <laughs> it, it's not a joke, Steve. <laughs> oh, it's it's me being honest. Let's, let's and, go into and, the drinking and, part and, of this. And open with you. Yeah, I would. Prefer, what do we listen to in the background? I would prefer you call it a they bourbon. So, uh, what is this? This is just kind of like. Kind of toned off for a minute. It's it very did. quiet. This is like a this is like a hip hop intro. You're very calm all of a sudden. Is everything okay? Well, yeah, dude. You know, I hit it like three times before we started. I, know, like, I mean, Jesus, did you hear it? <laughs> I think I did. Are we gonna on the nose? Well, we in, are. In on my the case, nosing. in my case, in the nose. Yeah, in and around the nose. <laughs> in and around the nose. <laughs> Very sweet. When I smell bourbon, it sounds like this. Because it's all in my, because I got a schnoz. Honey, I smell sweet. Honey, pecans, hmm. some oak, 
and something spicy in there. Yeah. It reminds me of the uh, Black and Dex Willet. Like it had some of the okay. same notes. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the Willet, but just, I'm, I, I'm excited well, to try this just. This isn't a Willet. Um, well, no. Well, no You're looking at the Willet. But it's, Is it remind, a smoke wagon? Reminds me of the Willet. Okay. You know what I mean? Sure. Whatever. I mean, because they're bourbon, so it should somewhat remind you. He's, he's being mean to me. I'm going to take a drink. Thank you. Sip it up, Steve. Sip it up. Ooh, here he goes, going down the hatch. Mm, swiffling it around. He's like, huh, I don't really know what I think. Caramel Ooh. up front. As it goes down, heavy on the oak. And then pretty pretty uh, high rye spice. And then some apples. I'm getting butterscotch. Okay. Caramel. Caramel, yeah, some caramel. Butterscotch for sure. You're right, heavy on the oak. It's very oaky, but not too oaky. It's yeah. it's it's good. It's not too smoky either. I mean, with the name Smoke Wagon, it's not if it was very smoky, I wouldn't like it. I don't think that has any smoke. So that's a bad name if you think it's any of their products are smoky because they're not. Well, you if you that's don't know. Their, yeah, it's just their name. Know. Oh, smoke wagon. I don't like smoky. Smoke wagon because it's you know the pistols, the wild west type thing. So yeah. Hmm. I like it. Yeah, and I saw a long finish, too. Yeah, it lasts. That, that heat kind of late in the show, mm-hmm. but still has that, like, creamy butterscotch caramel in there. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. And oh. then, then back for more of that spice. Like the like the rye spice, almost? Yeah, yeah. the rye spice. It hangs on the whole time. It doesn't go away. It's no. just kind of. No. So uh, so is this your first smoke wagon that you've had? No. You brought another bottle over earlier. Not today, but before okay. we had some. Yeah. Okay. Because I've bought a few of these bottles. This is one of my daily drinkers. Mm-hmm. The first time I tried this, it kind of it disappointed me because I think it was way high on the rye. It was what? It's 30%, 36% rye. Okay. And that's all I could taste. Mm-hmm. Um, after I got past the neck and let it breathe a little bit, much better. The more I drink, the better it becomes. Oh, really? Yeah. So you start to get a lot the of bottle you get. Yeah. Okay. And then you get into some of their other stuff are fantastic. I think they're just a, a great company. A lot of good products. I like I like this. It's not too smoky. Not really smoky at all. It's not smoky. But I like the butterscotch and I like this there's I like the spice, but I really like the oakiness and the fact that it lasts a long time on your palate. Yeah. It's good. Um it's good, baby. And I want to break apart that spiciness. So good. So good. Because spice could be two different things to different people. Yes. So spice as in like the rye spices like bread. Mm-hmm. Like you make the bread. And then spice as in like the heat and like the cinnamon. I wouldn't say it was a cinnamon flavor, but you definitely feel the heat like on your cheeks, like, like right in, right, right in that, right in there, that spot. Yes. You feel that right in there? I do. Just kind of right in the back, like in the back of your. Kind of like the (laughs) spice that you smoke. I don't know what that is. Like K2. Who's that? Like the mountain? No. Okay. Yes. 
<laughs> oh, that's really that's really hitting you pretty hard <laughs> as the song fades out again and you get super mellow. Like really, really mellow and quiet. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just just so staring at me, not saying anything. Like I'm getting a, nervous. God, your shirt's so purple. <laughs> you know. Wow, that's that is a that's a full pour, Dave. Sorry. I, I was just I don't anyway. So moving on to our next I mean, uh, you talk to you talk to somebody like me out in the streets like that, you might just get yourself hurt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not really sure what it's going Dog. with that. Dog. <laughs> you you heard? You feel me? Yo. <laughs> All right, so we have Larceny, small batch Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Rap whiskey. Yes, it's rap whiskey. Rap whiskey. Hip-hop whiskey. (laughs) Is that a hip-hop whiskey? Is it a hip-hop whiskey? So it's a Heaven Hill brand, which was acquired, which actually acquired the old Fitzgerald brand in 1999. Good stuff. Yes. It's the awesome, really expensive bottle with the decanter top that I don't have. Do you have it? Which one? Old Fitzgerald. No, I don't. Oh, okay. At the time, the brand had been released in a low-cost, 100-proof bottle and bond in 80-proof forms with dated packaging. In 2012, Heaven Hill introduced Larceny to the market as their higher to the weeded bourbons that make up the historic Old Fitzgerald franchise. Okay. So they're trying to take this Old Fitz brand and give it like a, a more approachable product, Okay, which is a Larceny. In 2018, the company introduced a premium biannual limited edition Old Fitzgerald bottle and bond. While the exact mash bill is not disclosed, Heaven Hill notes Larceny contains one-third more wheat than other competitors. Notably, the name Larceny and the key pictured on the bottle is derived from the story of John Fitzgerald, who was believed to be a treasury agent who used his keys to the warehouse to pilfer bourbon from the finest barrels. No kidding. So he'd steal bourbon. Yeah. I, I read up a little bit more on that. And uh what was that about? Because you're shaking the table with your leg. Oh, you're so com- I kicked him underneath and the and table. Your computer shaking. Yeah. Okay. And the bottles and Sorry. my mic. Sorry. My face. Sorry. Stop it. So yeah. Uh yeah, I read a little bit more on that. It was just kind of a an inter- interesting story. Hmm. He was their treasury guy and they needed someone to like kind of watch over security like at night and stuff and he like kept picking up like oh yeah because i think they had some break-ins or something yeah it was him it was him <laughs> well he didn't break in he had the key well he had the key so i think he yeah he was taking a considerable amount jesus so later on they uh named a, a bottle after him government employee <laughs> there you go that's what you get so this is a under 30 dollar bottle it's proofed at 92 it doesn't have an age statement and it's an undisclosed mash bill but as kind of stated Previously, it's like the old Fitz, which it's a, uh, a weeded bourbon. So that means corn first, then wheat, and then most likely malted barley. So, shall we? Ooh, Dave's uh, going cross-eyed, <laughs> getting in there. Yeah. Mm. I like the smell of this. I'm getting like bread from this. Who yeah. knows? Bread. Probably the malted barley. Yeah. The wheat. Wheat bread. Wheat. Wheat bread. I like white bread instead. Oh, you don't like wheat bread? No, I like my bread to be white. What about barley bread? <laughs> barley is bread? that a thing? Beer bread. Beer bread. I love. Oh, beer. okay. I love right. beer bread. Oh, is that why you put beer in bread? Yeah. Barley. You get beer bread. Oh, yeah. I just learned something. Thanks. All right, let's try this. Yeah. Cheers. 
Ooh. Hello. We're getting good at this. Hello. All right, Steve's going down hatch. Here we go. Unlike me, his nose doesn't go in the glass when he drinks it. He's swashing it around. Nose is almost too small where it stops me from no. getting in there. I got like a what's her name nose there, the one that the one that was in uh Pitch Perfect. Like you know uh the one it looks like a toucan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't stand it. I was gonna that. say, you know when they uh sample barrels and they have that little thing that they put in the little yeah, bung they hole? Take it out and put it in the glass. Yeah, the little like pipette or yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's like your nose. Oh shit, yeah, my nose sucks it right up. <laughs> like a so yeah, like what um, dogs do with their tongue, I do with my nose. So I, I'm <laughs> tasting that bread, a lot of the caramel. I don't know something something sweet that I. Let me go. Let me go get some more. I haven't even tried it yet. I'm gonna try it now. Mm. Oh, orange! Oh, I got orange. Orange. That's what I'm getting. Like orange zest. <laughs> Not something orange. Sweet. But orange orange with like. Orange honey. Like like uh orange, orange blossoms. And honey. Yeah. Like floral almost. Yeah. Orange but kind of floral. Yeah. Like like we know. <laughs> no, that's that's exactly what I'm getting. Me too. Bread. I taste bread too. I it, I smelled it on the note, but I you can also taste it. And then some type of uh some type of spice. Hmm. All spice? No, definitely not allspice. Uh, coriander. So a good a good daily drinker also has a lot of similar things as smoke wagon, but I would say it's much less complex. It doesn't have so if you were turned off by some of the rye spices, it still has the same heat to it and the sweetness with like the caramel and the butterscotch. But the, the extra wheat helps, too, that it's more weeded. Yeah. It, it cuts the spice a bit. That's where the bread comes from, I think. Yep. Yeah. But it because it's weeded 30% more or whatever, I think that kind of negates some of the spiciness, which make, gives it a nice, well-rounded, uh, you know, finish. Subtle with some of the, like, the sweetness. Like, it took a little bit to get some of that, like, the orange and the honey and, like, that, those floral tones. But yeah. they kind of they came in there. Not as pronounced as, as other uh, more expensive bottles, I would guess. Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, it's a $27 bottle. What do you want? Well, $27 is, is great, especially for a daily sipper, if you enjoy it. I think they're both priced about that, too. Yeah, 20, 27 30 bucks. Tax. Get out the door. Now, the next bottle was not priced at that. Not a super spendy. Not a super spendy. I would say maybe, it was like mid-range and kind of like maybe your... 60 bucks. Okay. 50, 55. I think it's MSRP. Yeah. 48 is what it says. So it makes sense with a markup. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say this would be like an entry level for craft distilleries. Mm-hmm. When you get into the $40, $50 range, it's, you know, I think out the door, it's 60 65 I think. Okay. Depending where you get it. I've seen it cheaper. I've seen it 50 bucks, 55 bucks. I was just excited to try it because I heard good things about it. So the thing with it, so this is Willet Pot Still Reserve Bourbon. It looks like the genie in the bottle, like yeah, Aladdin does. type of thing. It does. Or like a bong. Or like a bong, yeah. Um, so I think it's a lot like Blanton's where it's very gimmicky and people see that and it's like, oh, that's going to be awesome on my shelf. Or I need to have that. 
Mm-hmm. And at one particular time, I think when we first started our uh, journey, this adventure. Mm-hmm. And it has been an adventure. It has. When we first started, we didn't see it. No. We heard about it, and then like we both scooped it up almost like the same time. It was like, oh, I found it at this such and such store. Like, so did I. Like, yeah, freaking and, out. And, and we then, never opened it. And then we waited a year. <laughs> or finally, so. finally going to try it yeah, out. Yeah, it's finally open. Um, so let, let's talk about it. Okay. Willet Pot Still Reserve was originally introduced as a single barrel beginning in 2008. So Blanton's. Yeah. Around 2015, it was quietly changed over to a small batch bourbon. Oh, that's sad. Why Willet Distillery resumed distillation after a lengthy hiatus starting in 2012. The Willet Pot Still Reserve continues to be sourced from undisclosed distilleries in Kentucky. Hmm. So that's interesting. So we... Last episode, we drank a blackened that they sourced from Willet, and mm-hmm. now we're drinking a Willet that's that is sourced. Yeah, and we don't know from where. Well, that's lame. Yeah, it's kind I don't. Of I don't love that. I love the transparency where they're just like, "It's an MGP," but we finish it and we do our own thing. We age it more or whatever. Right. These guys won't even tell you. Jerks. Dickheads. So Willet has not disclosed if or when their own. Distillate will be incorporated into Willet Pot Still Reserve. Um, I did find another note. It says depending on the number on that or whatever. I didn't actually look at it. I don't know if there's anything on the bottom or whatever. There is. So undisclosed distillery, they say, but it's now believed to be 100% in-house distilled. Well, there's something about the serial number on it. Certain okay. serial number have to do with whatever. So, and I, I actually looked this up before too, and it was like you know the the the, the serial number that's on this bottle. What I was told was that oh, you got a good bottle of Willet. I don't know what that means. Okay, guess, so does that mean it was a Willet bottle or it was a undisclosed? I think I'm not was sure. Was it good or bad? I, I don't know because we've drank Willet before. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I know I have a Willet like uh, a rye and then we did the black and it was delicious so that's why I'm excited to see how yeah. this one t- turns okay, out okay so this is uh, 94 proof uh, no age statement on this and shall we grab our glasses let's do it on the do nose. a little sniffer Rooney uh-huh. oh yeah that's different definitely different than the other two well we stepped up in game on this, kind of like cognac again, like with the with the black index Willet. It, it reminds me of a cognac. Oh That's yeah, getting on the nose. Oh, okay, it's almost like wine. All right, getting kind of gross. So, like, so we're getting into like Cavassier and yeah, dessert bourbon. I don't know. Yeah, I'm getting like a, some Hennessy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I I told several people that we're gonna do a rap episode, and like every single person, and I think you even said it at one point. You guys gonna drink Hennessy? Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, it's a whiskey podcast. Yeah, yeah, but, but you still should have some Hennessy. Are you gonna drink Hennessy? I'm wearing my uh, Crown Royal, Crown Royal shirt, Cavorzier. Yeah, I mean, that. just it feels like it feels like I'm part of the gang, but <laughs> wearing my purple or what? I don't know. Is that a gang color? <laughs> I don't know. I guess every color could be be part of the gang. Isn't it blue and red? Huh? Blue and red. What's that? Like a gang color? Yeah. Like a handkerchief? Unless you have the purple Crown Royal shirt. Well, you know. Then you're in with all. You no, I think I think purple is a gang. You I think it's around this area. Can be part of the gang without getting jumped in. <laughs> all right. What does that mean? Give it a shot. Jumped in? Wait, no, I'm sniffing more. Okay, keep sniffing. I already, yeah, so cognac, I, I'm getting... I already drank half of it with my nose. 
All right. I'll, I'll have a sip. Let's go. Okay. Cheers. Mm. Oh, Steve's chugging it down. Not chugging. He's daintily tasting. <laughs> Ooh. It is a bit nutty. It did, did it? And very woody. Really? Oak. Heavy oak, heavy nut. Nutty oak. <laughs> heavy oh. nut. Like a like a bunch of nut in my mouth. Yeah. And you know what? Hmm. Like tea. Like a tea bag. That's a <laughs> pecan. So I'm getting nut, oak, and tea. Bag. And some lemon. Yeah. And then you get those like typical like caramel, vanilla, butterscotch type stuff. Has a pecan after dinner flavor. Heady, but with just a touch of mellow smoothness. But the uh you're not you're not No, you're not sorry, getting, I'm just not, focused on the flavor there. No, you are you're not getting that. Okay, never mind. Yeah, don't I'll, worry. I'll about just it. I'll move on. Anybody who yellow, knows different. knows and we'll get a chuckle out Say of Say it again. Has a pecan after dinner flavor. Heady, with just a touch of mellow smoothness. <laughs> you remember that? No. No? No. <laughs> what? What is it from? Remember a Christmas story when he had that bar of soap in his mouth? Oh, like, yeah. I always preferred yes. Verlux, but just, uh, the yeah. ivory soap. The has... way you said it, I couldn't picture the. <laughs> yeah. That's, okay. anyway. But no, this one is this one is really different. <clears throat> Pardon me. It's very different. Like that black tea on the finish is so, so pronounced for me. Mm-hmm. Very little, like very hint of like that rye spice, but herbal and like tea. Tea. I'm not getting tea. I'm getting kind of spice, but I'll get more of a cognac thing. I'm getting the wine thing still coming through. Like I'm drinking a cone an after dinner uh whatever. And on your palate, you're getting that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine is like the oak and nut and just tea with like maybe some honey or something and lemon added in there. Call me crazy, but if crazy. I say I'd say it's almost like a like a lilac type of like that, like how lilacs like smell, an, like an herbal. I get, yeah, kind of like a little herbal taste. To I it. think that's the tea that I'm. Maybe it's I'm same getting like thing. a black tea. Yeah, yeah, mine's more. It's like a that. heavy. It's it's very strong in the palate. Like it just it's it's like long. It's a long finish for me. Yeah, no, I. I, I that's I, interesting. Maybe it's the same thing we're getting. We're just calling it something different. I wish it was like toned down from the oak a little bit because that's not my favorite part of. Like, that's why some of the older whiskeys I don't love because they're just heavy on the oak. I don't mind the oak if it's if it's balanced out with other stuff. Yeah, no, if it's balanced, if it's got like a very like like fruity tones to it, like it takes away some of that oak. But yeah, this one's this one's different. I like this it, is though. One of it, one of the more unique ones I've had. It's and it's good. That it's not like it's unique in a bad way where I wouldn't tea. drink it. I didn't know that was a thing. Tea? Oh, yeah. A lot of people drink tea. <laughs> Come on. Oh God! Hey, what do you? I say? don't even know what to go. With. Like, what do I say to that? Like, what that's what do you say we get into the topic? I don't want to. <laughs> okay, let's keep talking about. Tea. I want to drink a tea. I want to drink one tea. whiskey, whiskey and milk. <laughs> do you have any lumps of sugar? How many lumps? Two. All right. So hip hop. Yes. What is hip hop? It's what bunnies do. No. I mean, yes. <laughs> See, it is Correct. what bunnies do. Correct. Correct. No, they hippity hop. It's different. Hip hop is a genre of music often characterized by a strong rhythmic beat and a rapping vocal track. That doesn't really, a rapping vocal track, 
That doesn't describe it. I mean, I guess if you knew what rap was, isn't it the same thing? Well, hip hop and rap. I think hip hop is the genre, but I, I thought rap and well, rap and hip hop are not the same. Oh, because there is there's hip hop music that okay. doesn't have rapping. In it. Okay, so rapping is like the vocal part to it. So they're rhyming. Yeah, I think they're used interchangeably, but I don't know if they can That's both. It. be I called never really the same. thought about it in that way. Yeah. So the hip hop is the genre, and then the vocal part. Oftentimes, just happens to be rap. Yeah, look, at, you can listen to just some straight rap. I guess could still be hip hop, but I think some of the old school case rap. Point. Okay, case in point, NWA, rap, yeah. not hip hop, rap. Wu Tang, rap. Wu Tang, rap. The Fugees, Killing Me Softly, hip hop. Okay, no rapping. She sings okay. that song, so it's well. They do have rappers in that song. They do, but I mean that's more or less a hip hop song. It's not okay. like like you get like you know Wu Tang Clan. The entire song is all rap. I don't with know if a, you heard with a backbeat. They ain't nothing to fuck with. Okay, the Wu Tang Clan. The Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, yeah, they go all Wu Tang on your ass. Yeah, kill the bees. <laughs> Killed bees. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, so rap. <laughs> yeah. So it was a genre originated in New York City. Genie. In the 1970s, as a cultural exchange among Black, Latino, and Caribbean youth, and has grown into one of the most consumed genres. Go ahead. No, I'm just okay. I'm following along. Of with music you. in the United States. As a culture, hip hop is built on four main pillars. This is interesting DJing, rapping, also called MCing, breakdancing, also called breaking or b boying, and graffiti. So graffiti's part of the hip. Oh, the uh, hip. The hip-hop culture. Yeah. Okay, which is like an inner-city culture. Yeah, and that's kind of what you just said rapping was part of that. That makes sense. Yeah, I never thought about that, the hip-hop being a cultural thing that encompasses different, uh, like, different... We're, we're learning so much. Yeah, we are. We're so educated. Oh, my God. I feel like... I don't know. I mean, uh, go on. Okay. Since its inception, hip-hop has birthed dozens of sub-genres, including trap, grime, gangster rap, rap rock, or new metal, crunk... Chill hop, bounce, mumble rap, Latin hip hop, and conscious hip hop. Okay, I've heard rumble rap or mumble rap. I, I love my it. My daughter listens to mumble love rap. It. I hate it. Like like Lil Wayne. No, it's like it's like this yeah, he's music mumble rapper. Guys like it's like what is he saying? Anyway, so it lists a few notable artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get to a bunch of them later. DJ yes, Cool, Tupac, Big, The Roots, Nas, Jay Z, Lil Kim. NWA, Nicki Minaj, Big Big Daddy Kane, is that it? I don't oh, know yeah. Eric B and Rakim, sure, yeah. and Ice Cube. Yeah. So a brief history on hip hop music. Stick into the master plan. So hip hop music has a rich and varied history, starting in New York City in the 1970s, as we already discussed. The origins early hip hop music saw its roots in the 1970s, and in in the New York City borough of the Bronx, it started as a collaboration among intersecting groups of black. Latino, Caribbean, American youth at block parties. Seems very redundant. Uh, community gatherings that feature DJs playing soul and funk music. In New York City, DJs like DJ Cool, Grand Wizard, Grandmaster Flash, Africa Bambata began to experiment with different techniques during parties, including longer percussion, percussive breaks called breakbeats, mm-hmm. or simply the breaks. Turntable techniques, scratching, freestyle, and improvised vocals based on a Jamaican toasting. 
They're often credited as pioneers of the hip hop, of modern hip hop and rap music. Oh yeah, they that's kind of interesting. So there's um, a lot of Jamaican stuff in there. See, the thing is, I never like Grandmaster Flash. Yeah, but all the other ones, I I wouldn't have ever heard of them. Grandmaster Flash is the only one. Yeah, of those I knew him. I Godfathers had to, of rap that I've ever heard of before. I had to listen to a few a few of them to to kind of understand it. And some of the songs, like like the style, was remotely familiar to me. Mm-hmm. Like just that, like the old school, like the seventies hip hop is very simple, just like a straight track and just you know rapping over, or just like a lot of music, so a lot of DJing. Yeah, there wasn't a wiki, lot wiki, of like, wiki, scratchy, scratchy. a lot of the noise and 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 uh, and setup tracks and overdubs and all that crap you find today. And I actually put together a little thing from the eighties to the twenty twenty two. Of how rap has progressed. Okay. And you can hear the difference. Do you want to do difference. that after I Yeah, well, after this? we're done. But I just yeah. say I have that. because like, Oh, that's kind of cool. It'd be cool to kind of hear them side by side and how rap has progressed from 1980 with the Sugar Hill. I'm sorry, we're not going to get into yeah, that. Yeah, we'll get into that. But, I mean, the, so far this seems like a very interesting genre of music because um, it really started, you know, not too long ago and has very clear defined moments in the timeline where, where the music is very different from each other. Yeah. So, uh, expansion through the U.S. in 1979, hip-hop trio, the Sugar Hill Gang, which you just said, released what is now widely considered the first hip-hop record, Rapper's Delight, which we've all heard. Hip-hop, hip-hip-hop, to the hip-hip-hop, and you don't stop, right? Yeah. Remember, yeah. remember uh, the wedding singer with the old lady was singing? <laughs> yep. hip-hop. Because hip-hop. everybody knows it. Everybody knows Rapper's Delight, yep. Yeah, so it reached the top 40 on the U.S. Billboard charts and propelled hip-hop into the spotlight, making hip-hop a full genre by that one song that's pretty cool. awesome yeah it's pretty cool uh diversification so in the 1980s hip-hop was in full force many different artists began bringing the new ideas to the genre including drum kits especially the 808 more complex sampling metaphorical rap lyrics and broader col- uh, collaboration with genres like electro music and the, the 80s also saw hip-hop spread to the international audience, especially across the UK, Japan, and Australia. Notable songs include The Message by Grandmaster Flash and The Furious Five. So you kind of mentioned that. You know, uh, 808. I used to listen to a band called 808 State. Okay. And they were like a techno band. Just you said. So is that is that them? No, I don't believe no. Well, I mean, it eight, talks eight, about drum kits, so. Well, they're, they're 808 State. They got their name because 808 is area code Hawaii, and that's where they're from. Oh, uh, okay. But I'm thinking I was wondering, eight, thanks, for, thanks for letting me know that. The 808 might be a certain type of drum kit that was used in a lot of rap music. I'm not sure. Okay. I don't really know. I didn't sure. really dig too deep on that one, but yeah, that was kind of interesting. Yeah. kind of gets into that like whole electric music <coughs> where there's a lot of different styles, like oh, yeah. the, drum, the drum kits and the, and the tracks and stuff like oh that. Oh, my so. God. There's so many different yeah. kinds. So new school hip hop. In 1984, several hip hop albums especially from artists Run DMC. Yeah. Sorry. I mean some of these some of these songs and lyrics are just so iconic that it seems like everybody knows. Oh my Even god. Even if you're not like like I'm not attached to the genre, but I know all the music. Well, of course you do. It's you not just, like oh, it it's makes my you want to dance and just like and when, like, yeah. And when you hear it, you're moving around because that's what it was though. Yeah. It was that's where it came from. That's how it originated. Yeah. You know, block parties, people feeling the music, and you know, uh, just 
I would have loved to have been around in that scene in New York City when this was oh blossoming. God, just yeah. to see that because that's what it was. It was real. It wasn't commercialized. You didn't have gimmicks and everything back it's then. Much different than what it, it is now. It was just now. MCs battling it out back and forth. Who was the best rapper? Man, and that must have been cool. It must have been awful. With cool. the big boom box on the shoulder. On the shoulder, yeah. <laughs> Someone brings up like some uh, cardboard. Start breakdancing. <laughs> yeah, doing the breaks. Dude, I used to do that. Did you really? I, I can was, totally see that. When I was in high school, I'd break dance on my front porch. Well, you were a drummer, cardboard. too. I was a drummer. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, still am. Um, so, Run DMC, LL Cool J, and the Beastie Boys. Mm-hmm. So, they're huge in the city, actually. Uh, introduced what became called as new school hip-hop. This style emphasized drum machine beats, minimalism, shorter songs, which were more radio-friendly, and uh, socio-political commentary. So yeah, they started getting involved in like talked about what's going on in the world and yeah. current events. Yeah. So what's what's important to people? What pissed people off? NWA ran away with that. Oh yeah, they did. <laughs> These artists shifted away from the party rhymes and funk influences from the old school hip hop. Mm-hmm. So going into the golden era, which was the late 1980s and early 90s, uh, were the golden age of hip hop in which many performers enjoyed huge mainstream success while introducing major innovations with each new record. Major artists include Public Enemy. Oh yeah. I love these guys. She watched Channel Zero. Talk about talk about socio-political yeah. rap group. They were totally about Screw the man, and uh, you know, the world is you know, the, the, like Black Panther stuff like that. Like very, very political. They got you know they brought that to the forefront. You know what's really interesting because like nowadays, I think it's more of a actor type thing. So you have these millionaires mm-hmm. that tend to use their platform and speak up and say their piece, and it seems like the average person tend to like get pretty pissed off about that. Yeah. It's like, all right, I'm a millionaire. Settle down. No one really cares what you think because exactly. you live in your mansion. Now, when you hear a hip-hop artist, kind of have a completely different feel. Yeah. It seems like whatever they're saying is coming from your average person. It's coming from the streets, and it's representing what the people say. Oh, wow. So when you well, hear these songs, it's itself. like, this makes sense. But you don't. You don't say that to other artists and stuff like in their crap. Like, you don't see an actor in a movie and go, yeah, screw you, millionaire. Because a lot of these rap artists, they don't use their fame for platforms. They really don't say it. They're, they speak through their music. They say, okay. So That's a good point. Yeah. They don't do that kind of, They don't do a lot of showboating like that. I mean, some, you got like Kanye, who's a douche, and stuff like that. Some of those guys do some showboating to try to put some agenda, you know. For, but you see it much more in... Uh, minority sports figures than you do in rappers and musicians. Interesting. You know what I mean? You don't see a lot of musicians out there making political statements. All Hollywood is, and all of the NBA and the NFL and all these other douche canoes that are out to make some kind And what's her name there that's in Russia? You know, didn't want the national anthem played at basketball games because it was whatever racist, but now she's stuck in Russia and she's appealing to the president. Maybe she could learn a Russian national anthem. How's that? Oh, oh boy. We got, we got deep into politics here. But yeah, this I mean, this is what but yeah, this is what hip hop and rap brings out. I mean <laughs> I was gonna say like the, the angst. I mean but this is the exciting part of it. Like yeah. so you got public enemy, Tupac Shakur, Notorious B. I. G. MC Hammer, Boogie Down Production, Snoop Dogg, Nas, Tribe Called Quest, Big Daddy Kane. I was Big like Daddy it's Kane. just the, the era was just full of like 
these these now God, what do they what do they call house household names. I mean, just you say any of those names, everybody should know, right? And that era produced gangster rap too. Yes, and the gangster rap, the NWAs, they started with a hey. This is inner city, South Central Los Angeles. We're abused by the police. They treat us like dogs. And so they we're became... We're going to start rapping about it. They became a voice for the people. Right. They weren't using a platform. That just was their music. Their yeah. music was their experience. That's what I loved about NWA. It's like, wow, these guys are telling the truth about what it's like growing up there. This is wild hearing the was shit that these a, guys are talking was about. Was that like a Netflix show or a movie? Something about that? It was a movie straight out of Compton. It was awesome. Three hours long. Yeah. Okay. Great movie. That was a great movie. Yeah. I feel like they did a show, too, about that after the fact. I don't know if they did or not. Yeah, they did. Okay. That's awesome. Uh, so by the late 1990s, hip-hop was a major mainstream genre and created many high-profile artists, including Lil Wayne, Timbaland, Nelly, Puff Daddy, Jay-Z, Ja Rule, DMX, Eminem, and 50 Cent. Hmm. A lot of rappers that I grew up and loved at one point. In 1995, the Grammys added a new award category for Best Rap Album, and it was awarded for the first time to Naughty by Nature. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. You down with OPP? I am. Yeah, you know me. You know me. <laughs> See, I screwed up the rap already. <laughs> you did screw up the rap. <laughs> yes, yes, sir, I do. <laughs> I love OPP. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no? Is that no. the wrong answer? No. You're like, are you cool? <laughs> <laughs> Are you cool, bro? I don't know. What no, am I supposed no, to say? What's up, dog? <laughs> dog. So, alternative hip hop in the nineteen in the two thousands actually, many artists incorporated heavier influences from genres like punk, jazz, indie rock, and electronic. During this time, prominent prominent or rising artists including Outkast, Kanye, MF Doom, Two Chains, Gucci Mane, Juicy J, The Roots, Kid Cudi, Mostef, and Drake and blah, 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 blah. It just yeah. goes on and, on and on These are people my daughter would listen to. I was starting to like, I was like, all right. Well, my daughter, get goofy with the names. she used to compete in Taekwondo and uh, they would train, they would put on all that music and that's what played in the background while they were training and my daughter, I remember she listened to, I go in there and I'm sitting, <coughs> pardon me, and I hear this song come and I'm like, what the hell am I listening to? And I hear talking about. That's Gucci Mane. No, it was Juicy, Juicy J. Juicy J. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And, and I'm listening. I'm like, what is he saying? And he's like, yo, if it ain't Kush, I don't want to smoke it or some shit. And, and I'm like, and my daughter's like, dad, we don't even really listen to the words. It's just on the back. I'm like, but I listen to the words, and this is not appropriate for a kid yeah. your age. But it was like. It's it's about the rhythm and the beat. and So I used to, Juicy J. So then I found Juicy J, and I would play Juicy J all the time. My daughter's like, dad, please. I'm like, what? Don't you? Anyway. But it's the interesting thing about music is that you can experience it on so many different levels. Mm -hmm. Like, it could just be background music. You could like the beat. You can like the rhythm and the melody. And then you could pick up some of the lyrics, and you can get really into it oh, at, like, a much deeper level. Smoking and like understand. Weed. Well, you know. Because that's what Juicy That's how much time you have. Dude, if it ain't Kush, don't touch my I lighter. I, yeah. yeah. If it ain't Kush, Kush, it won't touch my lighter. Juicy J, man. And it's funny because we we make fun of some of the stuff of like how we're like joking around, like, yo, dog, your word. And you kind of start to know your age when you start to lose track of some of the names. Yeah, and you're like, who the hell is that? I, I used I to know a, everybody when I was I know. It's, it's, it's like now we're like you get into the 2000s and on, and I'm like, crap, I'm getting old. Like I had one of my colleagues at work say that, she was bringing her daughter to a concert, and I'm like, oh, what concert? And she was like, Juicy J. 
I like that's that's funny. What what what's the name of him? Yeah, yeah, right. No, what's his Wait, name? John, right, Jason. What's his yeah. name? A Juicy J. I'm like, oh, okay, like seriously. Well, that's the thing, and you're like, who the hell is that? J. What? Yeah, and, and I, why do you keep saying Juicy? My you're daughter me uncomfortable. plays music, and I'm like, who's that? Oh, it's a wing wingnut wingnut Batman. I'm like, what the <laughs> are you talking about? Who so, is that? So if you want to play, at some point in the near future, we can bring uh, Drunken Dog down here. This is a, he's a youngster. Yeah, he is. And we can throw out some of these these names and see see, see what he thinks. See see if he knows them. You yeah. think he'll catch? I mean, does he listen to this genre? He'll, he'll he's, know, he's more like a metal guy. He'll know a couple. He's more of a Metallica guy, whatever. So I think if we throw out some of these like Gucci Mane yeah, type thing, he, he then maybe we can. Uh, he won't know. Okay. He won't know any of them. All right. So cool. Steve's swallowing his microphone. What am I doing? You're, 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 you. You have the mic like this, and you're talking right in it. And it I, li- I love it. it. See how I just love it. So it's now so it's fun. all uneven. So when I go to post edit this, my voice is really low. His is loud. And when I go to amplify, his is really loud. And mine's not. I and mean, I just ha- I have more passion than you. You're like maybe you're like should- I don't care. Maybe they should hear me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm like Metallica. They should hear me better than you. Sorry. Ooh, I yeah. I don't I don't know how yeah. to do this. That's no, okay. You're, you don't even do it that right. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's better. Do you yeah. like this? Yeah. Macho man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. What? <laughs> anyway, let's let's go on. That's okay. so great. Yeah, that's so great. <laughs> oh, one of my favorites. <laughs> All right. So contemporary hip hop. Yeah, I don't I, know any of these people. Neither do I. Like so I'm gonna struggle through these names, but I actually I know a couple. Um the rise of of internet distribution and streaming services at the turn of the century and into the modern day created an explosion of artists, mixtapes, and experimentation. Artists that rose to prominence in recent years include, include Waka, Waka Flocka Flame. <laughs> <laughs> Who got in my notes? Because I don't know what that is. Uh, Cardi B, know her. Future, Migos, Travis Scott, Megan Thee Stallion, know her. 21 Savage and Lil Uzi Vert. <laughs> My daughter knows him. She's got like a poster of him on her wall. I, like, what the hell be, is that? Like, listen, I'm not making fun of anything, but just when you, when you don't know who they are, it just it catches you off guard. Walk a flock of flame. <laughs> I mean, I guess Tom Petty sounded funny to someone at some point. Uh, it probably I mean, you know, did. Yeah, to the people, Elvis, to Elvis people Presley that listen to weird. Bill Haley in the comments, I guess. Yeah. So so listen. So at this point, at, at this point in time in our podcast, yes, I would like to share with you. Uh, I have put together a sample of one of the more popular artists of each decade Ooh. from 80s, 90s, 2000, 2010, 2020, and then one from 2022. Oh, that'll be cool. Just to kind of get a, a taste of the change in them from one to the next. So here's a snippet of... Uh, Is there one. any Waka, Waka Flocka Flame in there? I, you know, I didn't write down the artists. I just I, so I just want to know, without knowing the artist, if you can see a difference in the progression of the music. Okay. So here's... 1980s. Don't push me because I'm close to the right. Very my shit. Not too. I can dance to this simple beat. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, I like that. Okay. It's nice. 1990 now. 1990. you're You're talking about the golden area. Yep. A little bit more electronic, a little bit more electronic stuff in there, right? I mean, showman right there. Right? Can we just listen to Snoop Dogg for like an hour? We could. 
So now we go into 2000, where you were talking about these people. I don't know who the hell we were talking about. Juicy Oh, wait. J. So we went from Snoop Dogg, and we're just jumping? 80s. That was 90s. Now 2000. Okay. All right. Okay. The next right. decade. Go show it's your birthday. Uh, kind of late 90s. We all know 50 Late signs. 90s, yeah. yeah. Uh, birthday. This is Jay-Z. It's commercials, eh? Did you, did you just say Jay-Z? That was Jay-Z. It wasn't 50 Cent. That was 50 Cent. Was it? Yes. Oh, it was. <laughs> Never mind. I'm thinking a different person. So anyway, so now we jump forward. I was forward. like, are you joking? Oh, sorry, dude. We, we, we mean jump- to call you out. No, no, that's my Alzheimer's. Yeah, we, except you called me out. I did call you out on something that I should be called out on. So now we move that's to- That's not Wu-Tang? No. It's not Kill Elvis. Kill the Bees. not Elvis. Old Dirty Bastard. So now we're moving on to 2010. And you see the music progress a little more, probably a lot more electronic stuff, a lot more whatever. But still, think Fifty Cent came. What was it probably two thousand, two thousand one? He came out. Yeah. So okay. this is right, this yes. is next All decade, Commercialization of the rap, dances and something I didn't know, but younger people that I worked with were listening to this. Yeah. And I'm like, is it like Lil, Lil Wayne? I just love that guy. Lil Wayne. I love that guy. He's just so trashy. He's awesome. So now, moving on to 2020. This is our decade now, but at the turn 2020, you go on to this. I do not appreciate this type of auto-tune. Yeah, I don't like this crap. This is what everything is you hear today. I think it sucks. This ain't bad. Not a fan. Not a fan. Did I ever send you that video of the guy, oh, man, where he's talking about shooting? He's like, flick a lick a lick a lick. Yeah. We're going to need to pull that up at some point. The dog with the squirt gun? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been so long. So that's, that's what I pictured, that guy. So wait, my, my, the last one here right. is from, tw- from this year. Okay. And this, it just goes. So I probably haven't heard it yet. You probably haven't. But I don't listen to the radio anymore. That's the what? problem. You know what? I, this just shows you that I don't like the kind of crap they call rap. So today. let me just stop for a second. So I think part of the problem is, is, so it's generational because we all love the music we grew up with, that we came of age. So when we were teenagers in our early 20s, that's kind of like our genre. That's where you, that's that's your sweet spot. Mm-hmm. I think now that we have these, uh, Nobody listens to, like, the radio anymore or, like, MTV, and you're not, like, in that social circle. You're not just hanging out at a party listening, like, the new music and talking about it. Right. You kind of lose track of, like, who's up and coming and who's new. Yeah. Like, these uh, subscription-type things like Amazon or Spotify, you're just going to continue to listen to music you already know and like. Yeah, you're, you're not, not going to listen to new, new music unless that's you coming seek out. it out. So I think that's part of the problem. So, might be. with that said, this may be something awesome we just don't know about. It we might. haven't learned to appreciate it. But to me, it's garbage. <laughs> oh, boy. That's what you have today. Yeah, that that's... <laughs> Pop that. Oh, that's the way keep going. No, it is. Pop that ass. That, <laughs> yeah. Pop that. 
That that was yet another from. This is also. But listen, wait, wait, listen. So this is the stuff that I hear people listening to all the time now. Right, but when the kids hang out, here's here's what I don't get. Well, I do get it, and I think it's it it sucks ass, and I think it's it it disturbs me. I I don't know if that that wasn't Cardi B. That was some other whatever, but. That you was hear uh, the female rappers, Megan the Stallion. You hear right? no, Maybe. I don't know. Who I don't know. I've heard you, her before, and it sounded like that. You hear these female rappers, and all you hear about is my it's hyper sexualized, my wet ass pussy. I want to do this. I want you to stuff me with what I and like, <laughs> like, like I want you to treat me. I want you right, stuff me with your beer can schlong. I want you to treat me like. With respect. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to park your dump truck in my ass. What? <laughs> so, I want you to take me out to dinner. Yeah. Oh, Say no. Say nice things. So, to my moms. So, I mean, that that being the case. Not, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Well, the thing is, that's what you hear from the female that's side true. of the So, that's of probably not good uh, for the kids. And from the male side of this, all you're hearing is, I get my bitch. I, I, yeah, I, okay. I, I, I screw my bitch and, and drop her off at the next block and... And these these kids today, like my daughter's age, are growing up with this stuff, and yeah. the, and this is what they're they think is is cool. This is what they aspiring to be like. Like th- it's like, hey, you know, uh, you know, get more bitches, get more money, smoke more weed, and 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 then the female end, it's and, like they're they're glorifying being treated like a whore. Yep. I'm like Jesus. This is what this is what it's become today. And back in the day, we were just mad at the cops. Exactly. Now it's like which you, we're still mad at. We're still mad at cats. <laughs> Look, the police coming straight from the underground. Anyway, yeah. So, but yeah. So that I just I, I figured, huh. that's yeah. like that was twenty twenty two. Can you play that again? No. <laughs> I'm not gonna say again. No. Oh God. So we, uh, we will revisit that again later yeah, in the podcast. We will. So, so what? Uh, what characteristics? What are the three main characteristics of hip hop? The three main characteristics yeah. of hip hop: strong, rhythmic beat, vocals, of course. And breaks, kind of what he's talking. So the strong rhythmic beat is the strongest unifying factor of hip-hop music. It can be fast and aggressive or slow and relaxed, but it carries the song steadily forward, serves as like the backdrop. So kind of like when we play like the, the old school, like 80s, it was just like that simple beat. And as music progressed, they still had that in the background. Like it's still like what everything hangs off of. Mm-hmm. And then you have the vocals. So the majority of hip-hop songs incorporate rapping is kind of what we said. And then the breaks, which is a term for long percussive periods in a hip-hop song. Breaks. So what are some 15 notable hip-hop artists? Can we go down the list? We can. And I just pulled this list up at random, so this isn't anything. I, I, I feel like we're missing a million of them. Well, these are just some more notable ones. Yeah. So number one, and this is no particular order, number one is Africa Bambata. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. Like it. And if you didn't know him, other musicians have sampled his music. Yep. And that lyric has been said a million times again. He did, he said it. Rage Against Machine said it. Yep. No matter how hard you try, can't stop us now. Can't stop us now. So that's like, that's what epitomizes rap musicians as they influence other musicians and other people. Oh, absolutely. And other rappers. Yep. Uh, number two, which which is also musicians, by the way. Yes. That's what they call it anyway today. Some of them I wouldn't I wouldn't give them that respect, but go on. Auto-tune. Yeah. Uh, number two is Dr. Dre. 
yeah. So I'm going to go and say Dr. Dre is one of the greatest rappers of all time. He's one of the original rappers in the scene in the early 80s. So he was originally part of the rap collective of the NWA. Yeah, but Dr. Dre put beats together and did a lot of that type of stuff. But, you know, Ice Cube wrote most of the lyrics for NWA. Dr. Dre rapped a lot of them, but Ice Cube wrote them. Correct. So best rapper that didn't write his own material to become famous, maybe. Like, now he does a lot of his own stuff, but he didn't in the beginning. I think the beats were half of it. The beats he created. So the lyrics were half and the beats were the other half. But what made Dr. Dre so successful is when he became a solo artist. And then he wrote his own. He wrote his own rap along with his own beats. Developed the, this whole West Coast. Okay, I can see. Style. Yeah, because it wasn't somebody wasn't writing his lyrics for him the whole time. It was when NWA Ice Cube wrote a lot of them. Because Ice Cube was the other half of that equation because he was the the lyricist and he wrote things. Um, and then you know, I write stuff. Our friend Easy E, who didn't turn out so well. No, uh, he, he was, was fine when he got the hiv. He wasn't a great rapper though. No, Easy E didn't write any of his own lyrics. Either. No, I think it was, it was the two of them. And then yeah. Easy E just kind of Dr. Dre and Ice Cube had a good chemistry until they got all mad at each other. Yeah. Anyway, number three on the list is Drake. I hate him. See this? So also somebody that I hate too. This makes you. Want I could have deleted him off the list. I want to kick a puppy in the stomach but when I hear this. He has sold more than 170 million copies worldwide. He is one of the best-selling musicians in the world, combining genres like hip hop. He's, hor- he's horrible. And trap. He's horrible. So number four, Jay Z. I got ninety-nine problems, but a bitch ain't one. I got the rap patrol on the What a great song. Yeah. So many good songs. So he's often considered one of the biggest influences in modern rap and hip hop. So he's been a prolific artist since nineteen ninety-six, and he also holds the record for most Grammys, Grammy Awards won by a rapper. Okay. With 23. I kind of liked his stuff. Yeah, he's got great stuff. There's yeah. tons of it. Yeah. And he keeps retiring and coming back. <laughs> and he's, he gets popular when he comes back. Yeah. He's not like, oh, he's washed up. Yeah, he's back. Which <laughs> which makes me think, so going back to Dr. Dre, I was listening to uh, Still Dre on the way over, and it was it said it was 2001. So that was 20 years ago. And Dr. Dre was rapping about that he's back. Yeah, right? Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> You're back? I was like, that was 20 years ago. Oh, my God. And now he's just, he's branched out. Dr. Dre beats, and he's now collaborating with a whole bunch of other people. And I bet he's collaborating he's with a bunch of modern artists yeah. in the background just making money off of them. Well, Dr. Dre you. is one of the guys that actually, like, as you said, he writes the beats. And yeah. I think that's a big piece Yeah, he creates the, the beats. Yep. Uh, number five in the list is Kanye West. He doesn't even get... I hate, I hate him so much. So, I, didn't, I didn't even give him the time of day okay. to put a little soundbite in there for him. So I he's hate, known him. as being eccentric. Yeah. And Kanye has an eclectic group of music uh, where he combines many different genres and styles from progressive rock to gospel to heavy sampling and synthesizing. He's credited with consistently innovating hip hop and introducing new influences to the genre. He's still so an he's asshole. an influencer, and he's he's yep. a creative mogul. If he's you will. an asshole. I can't stand. Well, him. he's a, yeah, he's a, yeah. Number six, Lil Kim. The jump off. I used to like Lil Kim. Lil Kim is a rapper and a fashion icon with three certified platinum records and a, a 
number of hit songs include No Time, Not Tonight, and Big Mama Thang. Big Mama Thang. Mm, mm. You Big Mama Thang, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Number seven is Nas. Freedom of jail, clips inserted. A baby's being born, same time a man is murdered. The beginning and end. As far as rap goes, it's only natural. Never listened to Nas a lot. So I, I, uh, I had a few friends that were really big into Nas. Not super huge. I would classify him more into like the Wu-Tang kind of genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of just that simple but catchy like ongoing beat in the background and then just rapping over it. Yeah. So yeah, he was a highly regarded lyricist and producer. Nas is a New York rapper who has made a major contributions to hip hop, especially with his albums, uh, Illmatic and Life is Good. Spitting lyrics. For show. For show. Oh, for show. Bitches. Number eight, Nicki Minaj. This So I would say she's uh she's one of the uh and it's hard to talk over her. I know, right? I want to hear what she's gonna say next. She was uh <laughs> one of the ones that pushed this uh female trash that you would like to oh, yeah. consider. I'm uh, a whore kind of started of it. it. I'm a whore and I'm proud of it. Uh yeah, she's okay. also one of the best selling female hip hop artists of all time, and all four of her studio albums have uh certified platinum. That's awesome. Yeah, good for her. Yeah. She's rolling in it. She is rolling <laughs> yeah. in it. She is. She's like, I just need to say stupid shit that people like to listen to. I can't hate her for it. I mean, hey, who's don't hate the player, hate the game, you know? Yes. Jesus. Uh, number nine, the notorious B.I.G. I don't know if you know. My son's favorite song. Oh, yeah. He loves this song. I don't know if you know who's also known as Biggie Smalls. Or yeah. just Biggie. Biggie. Yeah, Biggie. Yeah. The Notorious B.I.G. was a pillar of the gangster rap movement in the 90s, oh God, especially yeah. with his debut album, Ready to Die. Which he did soon after. Which is interesting because a lot of <laughs> him him and Tupac like talked a lot about death. A lot about that, like being because killed. Because they were and- gangsters, and I think they lived in that environment, and they knew that was a probable consequence of their lifestyle. Well, I see that depending on how deep they've got into the gangster lifestyle. It's like, hey, listen, I'm, I know I'm going to die with by a bullet. Yeah, everyone so goes I'm, out. I'm going to rap about it and make a lot of money because yep. that's what I know. Yep. You know? Hey, I get it. Number 10 on the list is Public Enemy. Base, how low can you go? Death row. What a brother know. Once again, that gives the incredible. Rhyme animal. The untenable. This is Public Enemy jam. number one. Five volts and freeze. And I got numb. Can I tell him that I really never had a gun? It's the whip that the Terminator X spun. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, that's not bad at all. No, sorry, keep it. Sorry. Keep it. Go with it. <clears throat> so, Public Enemy is a New York hip hop group featuring Chuck D, Flavor Flav. Yeah, boy! <laughs> and uh, Public Enemy has been active since 1985 and is claimed <coughs> for their political messaging. And Dave coughing. And me coughing. Yep. They make me cough because they're so political. Well, you got all excited. I did. I yep. did. Number 11 is Queen Latifah. Oh, good one. See? No, no, no. She's, she's saying the opposite. Right. So she's standing up for the female. She was speaking out going, hey, listen, yeah. don't don't call women bitches and hoes in your in your songs. She was speaking out. I wonder what she thinks about then. all that, like I, Cardi B. and. I bet you she's probably not happy about it. Probably not. I would like to think that she'd be like, hey, listen, you're bringing it in the wrong, to the wrong place. You're not. You're not a. a an, you're not helping the, to idolize for young women. Yeah, and so, I agree. So Queen Latifah is a Grammy award-winning singer and rapper, as well as an Academy award-winning actress. 
She was one of the most prominent female MCs in the 90s. Hip-hop and her album Black Rain, certified gold. Just gold. It's too bad. Academy Award or Emmy Award? What did I say? Because I know she's in a series, TV series. I didn't know if she was in oh, any she, movies that yeah, she won. Yeah, probably, probably Emmy. She too. might have won an Oscar. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Okay, I, don't know. I, didn't, I didn't look it up. I'll have to look it up at some point. I didn't go deep into it. Okay, no, that's fine. Uh, next group is uh, number 12, The Roots. Lost generation, fast-paced nation, world population confront they frustration. The principles of true hip-hop. I like these guys. Yeah. These guys are chill. Um, the Roots are a hip-hop group formed by Black Thought and Quest Love. Their fourth album, Things Fall Apart, was lauded for its innovative use of sampling. The group is the Tonight Show with uh, Jimmy Fallon's house band. I did not yep. know that. Oh, yeah. I just like didn't even think about it. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're good, too. They have, They're very good. I guess I don't watch Jimmy Fallon enough. No, you don't watch I anything. Don't. Well, not really. Yeah, it's okay. Is, is that like a show it's anymore? Not yeah. No, no, I love Jimmy Fallon. I mean, I see clips, but I don't if think If anybody was going to take it over, uh, Jimmy Fallon's the guy. Okay. Because he's not political. He doesn't make any kind of political stuff. He doesn't use the Tonight Show as a way to further any agenda. It's like he doesn't give a shit. He just wants to have fun with his guests. And well, that's good. Yeah, absolutely. Number 13 is Run DMC. I'm the king of rock. There is none higher. So oh, Yeah. DMC's I grew up with this shit. Yeah. So Run DMC, a pioneer of new school hip hop in the 1980s, Run DMC was the first hip hop group to be featured on MTV, and they are inducted into the Rock and Fall, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Reverend That's Run. Cool. Yeah. He's, a, he's, he's got a, a show. Yeah. Reverend. Great. Number 14, Tupac Shakur. First off, fuck your bitch in the click. Man, I love Pac. So Tupac Shakur oh, yeah. is widely regarded to be one of the most influential rappers. Part of the gangster rap movement, Tupac is known for his innovative, often poetic lyrics. His 1996 album, All Eyes on Me, was certified diamond, and all five of his post-humorous... <laughs> Albums have been certified. Post-humorous albums. I was just throwing that back from one of your... Post-humus. Yeah. No, your, one of your old episodes. With Josh. Yeah, with Josh. post I'm like, what? Post-hum- I purposely said that. That was great. He got so pissed at me. He's uh, like, yeah. you He's know, like, it's after he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And all five of his after-death albums. <laughs> Posthumously? Oh, you know what I mean. <laughs> that was great. Oh, that's so great. So, um, Tupac. I love Biggie. Biggie's fun, but Tupac was much more influential to me in my life, especially because a buddy of mine, very, very close best friend growing up, Ryan, had his entire category. I mean, he had like entire book of just DVDs and CDs of like music and videos and stuff of Tupac mm-hmm. and like read his like his poems and just like all his writings and stuff like that. And he always had this ability to like every situation he had like a Pac lyric yeah. he's like you know what Pac would say with that or he would just come out with it and he would just like start rapping and you're just like how does that that has everything to do with what we're doing right now like I don't know how you just did that he just always had something the writings of Tupac Shakur so I just I know a lot about Tupac just because of that and I okay. thought I should mention that All right. and, you know I, pr- I appreciate that thank you you're welcome 
<laughs> Last but not least, number fifteen. Yes, Wu Tang Clan. I smoke all the like like smoking Joe Frazier, the Hellraiser, raising hell with the flavor. Waka 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 waka. I gotta ruin it, man. Huh? Don't ruin it. Sorry, it's over now. Anyway, Wu Tang Clan is a Staten Island-based rap group consisting of several major figures in the hip-hop community, including Old Dirty Bastard, Big Baby Jesus, mm-hmm. RZA, Method Man, such and such. Method Man is not bad. It's not bad. Old, old DB, RZA, they're all good. Yeah. Their debut album, Enter the Wu-Tang, 36 Chambers, is often listed as one of the best rap albums of all time. So I think they're very unique among mm-hmm. this group of, uh, this list that we produced but I think they really show like a lot of the old school type of stuff because it's mm-hmm. like they have very simple tracks and it's just like they just take time, take mm-hmm. take their turns to like rap. Yeah. There's no like strung together thing of like a group. It's like they're just taking turns. So yeah, like, all right, I'm done rapping. You're next. They're not over the top of each other. Yeah. It's like one after this, one after the other. They they're all just have their own shit to say. Yeah, they're all showcasing their own art. It's kind of interesting to me. I never listened to them a lot, so I don't know a lot of you know their stuff. Yeah, I got I got deep into them. Wu Tang was as I got a little older and kind of got away from you know more into like you know more like Rush, Genesis, shit like that. This is not rap. No, it's not rap. Nope, not at all. Anyway, all right. So, uh, what do you want to talk about? You want to? Big. Do you want to bring in uh, Big Baby Jesus, Black Dog? Oh, the, the drunken dog. Yeah, it's up to you. Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's, bring, let's we we can fit them in five minutes. We'll be back. All right. We're back. Yes, we are. That is correct. Steve, back from our Steve and Dave and who other than and our friend here. What's up? I'm Drunk a Dog here, and you probably missed me for a long time, and now it's the time that I come back. Yeah, well, there you have it. Yeah, we have a uh, little uh, game for Drunk a Dog here. The drunken Dog is back. So we brought you back because we have we did a rap episode, and yeah. we have a list of names of rappers, some real rapper names, others not real rapper names. Your job is to tell us rapper name real or if the rapper name is fake. Okay. You think you can do this? Do you? How is your knowledge on <laughs> rap artists? How many hip hop in general? Yeah. <laughs> is it strong? Okay. Is that a yes or a good strong? <laughs> How's your portfolio, Nick? <laughs> I never done this before. So okay, he is a virgin. We've we've okay. proven that. We got that. It's good. It's a good thing. Yes. Yes. All right. Yeah. So, how many do we have on this list of rapper names? I've got fifteen names. Okay. We so were going to do okay. ten, but we just couldn't stop. If okay, you, not bad. so there's a prize involved. Oh. <gasps> if we have fifteen, yeah, fifteen. If you get eight or more correct, all right. Ooh, yeah. What does he get? Then, Some loot. We're going to break treat rule and let you have ice cream tonight. <gasps> so that's a good. That's a good prize right there. All right. All right. What kind of ice cream are we talking about? I don't know. What's our? Whatever um, we got in the freezer. Yeah, whatever. Oh. Like so, we're not going to Stewart's or something? No, no. Okay. Aw. So. Curry okay. freeze? No. Are you ready? Let's cue the music. Yeah. Cue it. All right. I'm just going to go down the list. You got to tell me if this rap artist is real or fake. 
Okay. First one. If you are correct, you will hear. If you are wrong, you will hear. All right. You hear that more than eight times and sorry. No ice cream for you. Yep. Hey. Back to the grind. All right. First one. Easy E. Real or fake? Easy E. Fake. Oh, what? Man. Stumble right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. <laughs> Easy E. Easy E was the front man for NWA. Yep. He's no longer with us, so no, he's not. <laughs> Died from the hiv. hiv? All right, yeah. next next that? one up. Way too many hoes. Next okay. one up, Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane. Real or fake? Oh, he's thinking. Clock's ticking. Clock's ticking. Fake. Oh, oh man. man, failure. Why? Why? That's okay. Oh, no. oh, this is tough. This is, this is a hard one. It's not easy. It was designed this way. Yes. All right, next one. LL Cool J. LL Cool J? LL Cool J. <laughs> Real or fake? Fake. Oh, man, Nick. Oh. What's going on uh, here? He's not buying into anything. Not buying names. into this. I guess, I guess oh, they're not big enough stars for him. He's already getting ready to cry. We're only three okay. rappers in. We got, we got 12 left. Yeah. Maybe this All is right. a little too intense for him. I don't know. I don't Maybe know. we need to just cut it. No, we're we're good. You sure? Next you, one. You're going to be good drunken dog or what? Next this, one this up. This is a game. It's for fun here. What's it's going for on? fun. Yep. All right. Little Whitey. Little Whitey. Little Whitey? Yeah. Is that real or fake? Um, Real. Oh. <laughs> I made, I made that one up. I made that one up. All right. So all right, all right. he's uh he's being Sorry, swin- still, he's still... being swindled. We're still we're still, still on there. All right. All right. All right. Next one up. Ghostface killer. Ghost... Wu Tang. Ghostface kill him? Yep. Ghostface killer. That's definitely fake. <laughs> oh, well, he was part of Wu Tang clan. All right. you're, you're like, how do I know Wu Tang clan? I ever listen yeah. to them? All right, another member, Wu Tang clan. Old Dirty Bastard. Old Dirty. Old Dirty Bastard. The Wu-Tang Clan. Is he real or fake? <laughs> <laughs> well, five, four, four three, three, two, uh, one. Fake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I, I think he's messing with us. I think he is I messing with us. I think like, he knows, but he doesn't want us to know, know. What he knows. He's just messing All with us. Right. He's... Secretly in his room, Secretly. listening to listen to Wu Tang Clan. Wu Tang Clan and Thirty Six Chambers. Uh, all right, we're going. We're moving you want to keep moving? We're fine. This is fun. This is, you 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 shouldn't know half of this. So, <laughs> oh god. Okay, let's next one. On. All right. Loud mouth mother. Is that a real rapper's name or fake? Loud mouth mother. Loud loud mouth mother. <laughs> Tongue twister, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Loud loud mouth mother. Mm-hmm. Fake. Okay. Yeah. That one right. We're on the board. We're on the board. We're on the board. All right, next one. You've only got six wrong. <laughs> so out of how many? Sixteen? Fifteen. Fifteen? You have to have seven more than seven wrong in order to lose the ice. You got a clean house. So it's you time can to lock still it up. clean house. So it's time Go to ahead. get serious. Time to win. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure at no all. Pressure. all right, Jesus, he looks like he's going to puke. <laughs> <laughs> Q-tip. Q-tip. Real or fake? Q-tip. 
VD dance, VD dance, the VD dance. <laughs> Dave Chappelle? I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. Is he real or fake? Is the real person real or fake? You're going to make it there? Q-tip? Yeah. He's real. It's real. All right. Yes, he oh. is. That's oh. Oh. oh, boy. Skating by death. Skating, man. <laughs> Hanging right. by a string. Next one. Big pun. Real or fake? Big pun. Big pun? Yeah. Fake. Are you sure about that? Final answer. Real or fake? Pun? Big pun. Big pun? Real or fake? Running out of time. Fake. What'd you say? I didn't hear you. I think my, he said. My, I my, think he said it was real. My ear was clogged. <laughs> Let's say he was said. real. What'd you say again? Say it clearly into the mic. Fake. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Eighteen chances. Wow. All right. Wow. Here we go. <laughs> All right. All right. For what? the next. For the next real one is uh, Andre three thousand. Real or fake? Andre three thousand. Mm-hmm. Hmm. This actual human, Andre, <laughs> Andre 3000, is he real or is he fake? <laughs> the guy in the group <laughs> sings the songs. Ding. Answer, please. Real. Very good. All right. All right. Good All right. God. All right. Next one up. 50 Cent. 50 Cent? Yeah, yeah, 50 cent. 50 cent? Yeah, is he real or fake? Um, the guy that just played at the Super Bowl, was he real <laughs> or fake? Real. All right. All right, here we go. All right, next one. He's he's moving along. Yeah. Cardi Cheese. Okay, <laughs> that's definitely fake. Oh, wait what? a minute. I hit the wrong button. You're right. That <laughs> was fake. I'm yeah. sorry. Who? He almost he almost shit himself. He's like, no! Wrong button. Okay, next one up is Mastef. Can miss Harry Carey. What is it? Mastef. 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 Yep. Mastef. 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 I was trying to be Mastef. Mastef. Like, most definitely. Most uh, most definitely a real person. Fake. <laughs> what? I said fake. Oh. I'm I, sorry. I didn't hear you. I'm not sure what you said. Uh, Real. All right, all right, all right. Moving on, moving on. Nice. No, I mean, right. my this beer is right here is yeah. bad. I can't. You got to talk right into it. It's because I said moss. Yeah, that's, that's what you said, moss. He doesn't know. He's trying to be funny. He doesn't know Spanish. Um, uh, bad joke. Uh, street meat mafia. Street meat mafia. Is that fake name real or is that fake? A real rapper name or a fake rapper name? Okay, that's definitely fake because it has to have because all it has right. to have two names. No, because Street Meat Mafia is the guy that cooks outside the cigar shop. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, go ahead. Second to last. We have two more. Oh, you need to get them both You correct. need to get them both to win. Oh, God. Next one is Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes? Yes. Is he a real person? Is he a real person? Busta Rhymes. is he fake? Is Busta Rhymes the rapper... Is he real? Award-winning rapper, born real. May 20th, 1972. Or, or is he fake? <laughs> He's real. Hey, very All good. Right. All right, last one. Last one is Blunt Roll Spliff. 
Now, what? You can't give me any help on this one because this is the make or breaker. You are. Is this ice cream or not? You're either one, one ice cream or no ice cream, but. What? 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 Blunt roll spliff. Blunt roll spiff. That's... Also known as young spliffy. Yeah. Or just spliffy. Yep. Rolladola spliff goes by. Now, whatever answer you give us is your final answer, so think about it. Blunt roll spiff. Blunt roll spliff. Yeah, blunt roll spliff. Is that a fake rapper name or a real rapper name? I know what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. You got a 50-50 shot again. Did, right. did your dad just make that up? Or is it a real rapper name? Roll blunts. Blunt, blunt roll spliff. Blunt roll spliff is real or fake? Five, four, three, three two, two, one. one. Yes, fake. And you are correct. You are the winner of the you show. You are the winner <laughs> of the rapper ice cream yeah. challenge. I mean, oh my god! You yeah. needed a lot of help. Yeah, thank but you won. Thank God, I'm Irish. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> wow. All right. So, how does it feel to be a winner? It feels so. It feels so good. So, what are you gonna do with that ice cream later? I'm gonna I'm gonna put toppings on it and making as good as heaven. All right, all right, all right. Well, well thanks for joining us, Drunken yeah. Dog. Appreciate, appreciate it. Uh, thanks playing for playing the game. Uh, the you, rapper you, game. You nailed it. I mean, you're you're a, a true rap artist. That's right. Picker guy. I think we're gonna move on to the big dick. All right, let's move on. My dick like the Mississippi River. My dick ass your bitch was for dinner. Give me a yeah. big dick. The size of a dick does matter. Wow. Size oh, here it comes. Oh, God. Oh, take it. <sighs> take it. All right. All right. So who are we talking about now? Um, Our Big Dick Hero of the Week contest, following in line with last week's, uh, we're going to do an East Coast, West Coast type of thing. All right. So we're going to do a Biggie versus Tupac. All right. Who do you think is the greatest? Who wins this and why, David? Well, I like Tupac. Okay. All right. Is that it? Does you like him? You like him, but? Yeah, so I like Tupac. I think, like you said, his lyrics were kind of poetic. Um, And the the way he was like... Uh, his inflection and everything, along with the the beats and stuff yes. like that, I really liked listening to him. Biggie, I like some of his music, but I'd rather I'd rather listen to Tupac. Yeah, like I could listen okay. to Tupac for a while without being like I gotta change this. Hundred percent agree, because like yeah. Biggie, he's got some jams, but you can't. It's not something you can listen to all day. No, it's like you hit that one big song with Juicy, everyone sings along, and then you're like, oh, he's amazing. Yeah, change move channel, switch channel now. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. Tupac, I like you can just tell, he's just a lyrical genius. Like he just had this stuff in him; he had to get out. He just had to write. Well, here's his dozens and dozens and dozens of hundreds and hundreds yeah. of songs. Just his lyricism. I mean, well, that's not his lyricism. Yeah, you went to the one. And he's just rambling. Yeah, talk about. <laughs> oh, this is somebody else rapping. 
<laughs> do you need Do you need help with this? I might need help with this. I don't know what All the right. hell is going on. Might here. do a technical difficulty. Oh, here, here we go. And Biggie's in the video here. They were friends at one point, so it's kind of they interesting. Yeah. So, Tupac moved out to California. Got taken under by uh, what's his name? Who's he? What's he? Shook Knight. Shook Knight. I just lost it for a second. Shook Knight. <coughs> Pardon me. Yeah. Yeah. Death Row Records. Death Row Records. Yep. So that was that. And then, of course, we, you know, Notorious B.I.G., Biggie. Would be amazing. East Coast. Amazing. But I'm going to give the win to Tupac. I am too. I, I, what you said just mirrored what I was thinking. So. Okay, good. good. I don't really need to say much more, I think. Yeah. I think we can all put this to bed and just say Tupac was better. Yeah, I mean, Tupac gets our right. vote. Some yeah. people might not agree. But, but they're wrong, though. If they <laughs> disagree, wrong. they would they're be They're wrong if they disagree with us. Yeah. All right, so that's that. What about the no-dick hero of the week? Oh, the no-dick hero of the week. Well, um, should we talk about them? Sure, why not? Let's talk about Cardi B versus Lil' Kim. I think Lil' I, Kim had a lot more class. But that's kind of you I know what I don't mind listening to Cardi B even though she tries to play up and glorify being a tramp and a whore. And this kind of goes back to that conversation we were talking about how modern female hip hop artists kind of portray that hoe like presence. I think Lil Kim was the start of that. I don't know if you heard some of her early music. I have some of her stuff, yeah, and like, I have some Cardi. So when B. you're saying like she's more classy. Maybe I, not. I okay. disagree. I just think she's from a different decade. Maybe okay. I, they I artistically agree with that. became more complex, and I think they just they amped it up a bit. It's the same thought process, the same the same stuff going on. They just they just added to it. Well, I've got some Cardi B, and I got some Little Kim. Okay. Let, so let you're us. so who are you going with? Because I'm going with Cardi B. Going with who I would listen to more? The Cardi B all day, man. C- C- Cardi B. Cardi B's my girl. <laughs> She's a tramp whore, but I'd listen to her like, anyway. All right. You know. So, some if I had to pick a hoe, <laughs> I'd pick Cardi B. <laughs> I'd pick Cardi B. Because she's a sure thing. She was a stripper at one point. And li- so. little, little Kim had a bunch of plastic surgery, too. So. Yeah, so anyway, she was with Biggie. Let me give I you. Wanna, a, I don't want to be with anybody that was with somebody with named, somebody Big. named Biggie. <laughs> <laughs> you don't feel nothing like Biggie. I figured as much. Uh, <laughs> what do you want? Sorry. So, little Steve, little Steve, <laughs> you ain't no Biggie Smalls. No, I'm just little Steve. Let me let, let me. Okay, let me give you a snippet right, of little, little Kim. Oh, who's the guy singing in the background? The thong song guy? Cisco. It was Cisco in the background. I, I don't yeah. know. Right, anyways. I couldn't hear what she was yeah, saying. Right. You were talking. That was Lil' Kim. That's okay. Lil' Kim. Now, Cardi B. Beat it up, nigga. Catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this pussy right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top. I want to ride. I do a kegel. What is the size? Spit in my mouth. What does she want to do? Spit in your mouth. Wet. Yes, please. Sign me up like I'm surprised. Again, I'll vote for Cardi B. <laughs> I want you to park that big Mac truck right in this little garage. <laughs> Good really, God. All right. Yeah. Do you think she... Uh, she think they she typed that up in like a word document, or you think that was like on a napkin? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what her 
process was probably on toilet paper (laughs) or maybe it was just on the wall in the bathroom while she's getting railed (laughs) over the can i don't know oh anyway so i think that's about it i think we're done here i think we are done here you think it's time to go Uh, yeah way past time to go these are getting long they are getting long we're on like an hour and 20 minutes should we cut these back or should we just keep rambling on and i think we should cut them back it's too long for me jesus i thought he left <laughs> anyway, kill him. <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, put him to bed. Find us on the face pages, TikToks, uh, wherever else, Instagrams, uh, whiskeyguyslivegmail.com. Don made me gonna bother. Twitters. And uh, thanks for listening. And we'll be back next week with some more. Maybe country, maybe techno. We don't know. All right. We'll see you. Love you, mean it. Bye. Peace, love, Neil Grace. Hip, 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 hop, you don't stop the rock to the bang, bang, boogie, say up, jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie to beat.